Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. As we move into the cooler winter months, if you live on the East Coast, you're about to be slugged with a huge spike in your power bills once again. In Victoria, they could jump as much as 30% and around 20% in New South Wales, Queensland and South Australia. Today, an energy expert explains why prices just keep going up and when it will end. My name's Alison Reeve. I'm the Deputy Program Director of the Energy and Climate Change Program at the Grattan Institute. Alison, the news is not good because we're all going to be paying more for our power. How much more? So what's been announced this week is the default market offer, which is covers about 10% of residential consumers. And the prices of that are going to be about 20% higher over the coming year. Households are facing more financial pressure this winter, with power prices tipped to rise by over 20% in some parts of the country. The Australian energy regulator has announced its draft decision. So just 10% of us will be paying that much more? That's right. So 10% of residential consumers use the default market offer, which is kind of a plain vanilla electricity contract that's offered by all energy retailers. The rest of us are on some other form of deal or contract with our retailer, and generally those prices are less than the default market offer. However, that doesn't mean that they won't also go up this year. Mm, Okay, hang on. You better just explain a bit more the default market offer. What is that? The default market offer is in some ways it's a safety net and in some ways it's a comparison price. So it's a regulated price for electricity that every energy retailer in Queensland, New South Wales and South Australia has to offer to their customers. And it allows you to compare deals between retailers and the deals within your retailer against a single point of reference. It also acts as a safety net because it's not in any retailer's interests to offer anybody a contract that is higher than the default market offer because why wouldn't you just take the default market offer if that was lower? So in some ways it acts like a price cap and that helps to keep Uh, I guess, to moderate energy prices for everybody. Mm, Okay, so that applies to 10%. That's around 600,000 people, but it could apply to a lot more people as well. So how, how is that? Everyone who's not on the default market offer will have an offer that's somewhere underneath that in terms of the price, but the price rises in the default market offer reflect that the cost of generating and supplying electricity has gone up. And that is the same you know, regardless of whether you're on a a contract, a special deal or the default market offer. So it's likely that depending on the conditions of the particular contract that you have with your retailer, it is also likely that energy prices will rise for everybody. So the Australian Energy Regulator has said that it's costing between 19.5 and 23.7% more. So that's the amount we need to pay. We need to pay more because it's costing more. Is that right? Yes, that's right. 
It's particularly the wholesale cost of electricity. So this is the cost to generate the electricity, not the cost to get it to our homes. Mm-hmm. And that's about 50% higher than it was last year. So that's been the main, that's the main driver of these cost increases. Mm, 50% is a lot. Yes. Isn't it? I mean, what led to that? We know the war in Ukraine was a big, big deal there. Gas surged more than 8% on global markets yesterday as Russia's incursion into Ukraine raised the prospect of a pipeline from Russia to Europe, seeing the price of oil hurtle towards 100 US dollars a barrel for the first time since 2014. It was a big deal. So the rise in coal and gas prices internationally, which then, because our Australian markets are linked to those international markets, drove up the prices here. The other thing that has been impacting wholesale prices for several years now is the the decrease in reliability of coal generators. So they are, as they get older, more prone to outages. And every time they go out, that means we've got fewer generators in the market, which tends to push the price up a little bit. Okay, so just put this into some context for me. Last year, we all paid more for our power bills, what, around 18 to 20% more. And this year we're going to do the same. It's going to go up again by around that that figure. Yes. But the energy minister, of course, Chris Bowen, he argues that it could have been a lot worse if the government hadn't brought in caps last year. Just remind me what they are and how they work. And is he right in saying that? Yeah. So at the end of last year, the government stepped in and put a, a cap on the price of gas so that it can't be sold for more than $12 a gigajoule. Now, $12 a gigajoule is actually higher than what we think of as kind of a normal gas price, but it is a lot lower than what was the price in the international market. Increases would have been much, much higher without the intervention of the Albanese government last year working with the governments, particularly of New South Wales and Queensland. I think that Chris Bowen is right that if those price caps hadn't been put in place, the price rises would have been a lot worse. The international gas price has moderated a little bit since we started worrying about this in sort of August and September of last year. That's because Europe managed to get through this winter perhaps a little easier than everybody thought they would because it was a fairly mild winter by European standards and they didn't burn as much gas as they thought that they would do. How, how much worse would it have been, Alison, if we didn't have those caps in place? How much more would we have been having to pay? It, it's hard to say. I mean, I think the estimate from the regulator is between 40 and 50% price rises rather than 20%. Oh, and that would have been... I think, impossible for many people to manage. Mm. I mean, 20% is not easy, but 50%, I think, would have been impossible for a lot of people. These increases of 50% that the government was looking at last year would have crippled many businesses and been a crushing blow to Australian families. Hence, we took the intervention we did last year. Absolutely, that would have been really difficult. You mentioned there, this is what confuses me, because you mentioned there that the gas price is moderating And we can see that the cost of coal is also reducing. So if the costs of those things are coming down now, why is it that we still have to pay more? Yeah, this comes down to the difference between what are called spot prices and what are called contract prices. So a spot 
price arises when someone says, hey, I've got a spare ton of coal. Does anybody want it? And, you know, someone will say, hey, I'll take that coal at this price. And that's the spot price. So that's sales that are transacting constantly. But most electricity generators don't want to go to the spot market every day to get their gas and their coal. They prefer to do contracts over a full year that say, I want coal for this whole year. What price can you give me? Now, what that means is that you make that contract at a point in time and that locks in your price for a year. Now, when prices are rising, it's actually a good idea to try and get your contracts written as soon as possible because to some extent you can shield yourself from those rising prices. But what that also means is when prices are falling, you're locked into that higher price. Mm. And while you're locked into that higher price, you can't pass on a lower price to the consumer because you're still paying a high price. Oh, right. So they're locked into these contracts for another year, which means we have to pay more in our power bills too. That's right. Oh, gosh. Okay. Just tell me this then, because we've paid more last year, around 20% more on our power bills. That's really hard for a lot of Australians. We're going to pay again this year another 20%. You know, that's like around 40% extra in those two years. That's a huge amount of money for so many people. So just tell me, Alison, what's going to happen the year after? Because please tell me by 2024 that this is going to start coming off, that we're going to actually has, have a reprieve in the following year. I think this very much depends on what happens with the, the war between Russia and Ukraine because that will impact the decision as to whether the government can take the price caps off coal and gas at the end of this year. It, it's not really something that's nice to look forward to, a continuing world of, of electricity price rises, but I think it very much comes down to what happens internationally. We should probably mention as well there was an announcement when they put the price caps on at the end of last year that there would be a package of targeted rebates for people. There will be a number of people listening who are eligible for those, although we don't fully know yet what the eligibility criteria mm. are. We'll find that out in the budget, I suppose. Yes, that's right. The other thing too is to remember it's higher energy prices aren't just about what you pay on your energy bill. They tend to flow through to the whole economy because just about every part of the economy consumes energy one way or the other. So they do have an impact on inflation. And that means that it's not just the cost of electricity that goes up, it's the cost of food, the cost of petrol, the cost of housing, the cost of construction and everything else. Yeah, perfect storm, right? It's affecting everything that we do. I mean, is there any way around this? I mean, what could, what can we, what can we do, Alison? What can we be doing? Look, as an as an individual, the things that there, I think there are three things that you can do. The first one is to call your retailer and see whether you're on the best offer that they have available and then have a look around other retailers and see whether there are offers there that are, could get you a lower price. The second one is if you are having trouble or you think you might have trouble paying your energy bill is to ring your energy retailer as soon as possible because by law they're required to help you if you're having trouble. The third thing I would do as well is just to think about the ways that you are using energy at home and see if there are ways that you can do that more efficiently. Mm, and your prediction, Alison, what, what can we expect, do you think, come 2024? I think... I know you can't predict a war. <laughs> Look, the, the energy market is 
an incredibly dynamic and quickly changing market at the moment for a large variety of reasons. So I think my only prediction is that we, we potentially are going to see more uncertainty and more volatility in the market. The trick for governments is to see whether they can navigate through that in such a way that we come out better on the other side of it. Alison Reeve is the Energy and Climate Deputy Program Director at the Grattan Institute. The hike in power bills will start to be felt from July. This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield, Chris Dengate and Sam Dunn, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.